Hello and welcome to the Arista Advice Podcast, focusing on your wealth so you can focus on your dreams. We'll navigate through the noise so that you can organize your life and financial health. Let's get started with your host, Paul Moffitt. Welcome to Arista Advice Podcast. We're excited for today's guest, Mr. Matt Swan has been a close friend of the firm for many years. He's been a CPA for 35 years, and he's been a partner of Swan & Gardner for 22 years. This guy has seen many things. He's seen the tax code change. He's seen all of the changes that government and Congress has done, and we're thrilled to have him on the show today. Matthew has clients in 25 of the 50 states, from Vermont, Tennessee, New York, Texas, all the way out west. And so he has been able to see so many things. Why we're bringing Matt on today is in December of last year, there was the SECURE Act. In March of this year, there was the CARES Act. In July of this year, there was the Flexibility Act. And Congress has been convened and has been called back to Congress, to Washington, D.C., to pass another act. So we are potentially looking at four different acts in the last nine months. There is a lot of changes going on with the tax code, and we're excited to have Matt Swan with Swan and Gardner join us today. Welcome, Matt. Hey, great to be with you, Paul. Always fun to talk with you about this stuff. Well, thank you for making yourself available. We know that uh, your time is precious, and we're excited to get into this. Matt, bring us up to date with the PPP the SECURE Act, the Flexibility Act, the CARES Act. Bring us up to date with all the things that are going on, especially with the August 4th, 2020 release from the SBA PPP guidelines and direction that they've given us. Okay. As most of you probably know, this PPP has come in. And if any of you have been dealing with it, there's been constant changes. We're still waiting for questions and answers from the SBA, but here just uh, about a week ago, we got uh, some more answers to that, mainly on the part now where we can fill out the PPP forgiveness loan, as that the eight weeks now for a lot of people have expired, and so they're there, they're trying to get it forgiven. So if I jump in on some of those questions, actually... If you go through and read it like I did, it's several pages to try and answer these questions. And even then, there's still even more questions because of that that are being asked. But for those people, to try and simplify it, for those people who have gotten a PPP loan, the easiest thing I can tell them right now, instead of getting bogged down in all of the question and answers on there, if they meet some very basic things, then it makes it much easier. And those basic things are... If they spend at least 60% or more on wages and those type of payroll costs, uh, health insurance, retirement plans that are included in that 60% calculation, and then the other 40% on rents, utilities, internet, telephone, on those type of costs. So if they met that and they then had the same number of employees basically at the beginning of the year, they're back in February as they did here at the end of their eight weeks, then they have this 3508EZ form that they should use because it's a one-page form to fill out the numbers on, much easier. And you just put in those totals on there and calculate it down. Generally, 
most people, if they meet that, it's going to be all forgiven or should be forgiven is what we're being told right now. Then there's page two to the easy form, which is basically initialing several questions that they ask about. Did you do this? Is this in compliance? Blah, blah, blah. And then sign the form, send it off to the bank with the backup. The banks are going to be, or lenders, lenders are going to be requesting on that one. And that should be much easier. If you have any of those exceptions, then you're going to have to go to the longer form. And that's probably when you need help. And to seek out, uh, you know, your CPA, whoever might help you with your finances and payroll and whatever else on that one. That's probably the easiest I can tell you on that PPP stuff, Paul. Great. The laws are always changing and really appreciate you know the guidance and the phone calls and the emails that you're sending out. So thank you for that. Matt, with the tax code changing, because of all these changes, bring us up to date on the CARES Act, the Flexibility Act, and the SECURE Act and some direct things that we need to know. All right. All of these acts have been coming in place. And as they keep passing the new ones, there's clarifications or add-ons or changes to what what has already passed. So it's in some respects, it's amazing that I still have hair on the top of my head that I haven't pulled it all out (laughs) with all this stuff. But for the most part, most of it has probably affected um, the businesses and maybe payroll type of things on there. And whether we should you know, not pay the payroll taxes, or should I pay the payroll taxes now, or should I do the PPP loan, and all of these things. And I think that's one of those things, and and you and I talked about, where it's maybe even more critical that they sit down and they talk with their CPA and, and the financial advisors and that to get maybe a better handle of what's going on this year on that one. And at that, a lot of my answers are going to be, you know what, we're still waiting to see what the answers are because of the questions that we've already been asking for clarification on these. One of the things that we probably should bring up, though, that uh, would somewhat expire the end of the or will expire the end of this month is these uh, required minimum distributions that people might have taken that they actually have and and they extended it to the end of this month that they can actually pay it back and not have to pick it up as taxable income this year and get that kind of exclusion on that. One of the things I've had quite a few of my retired people call and ask about that, and this would be my easy advice on that one. If it's not really going to affect their tax bracket this year, then maybe they should just go ahead and pull out the RMD. And that's so that we don't have a a larger RMD that we pull out next year and maybe push us into another tax bracket. Again, that's one where check with your CPA tax preparer on that one, maybe your financial advisor. There are some people who, uh, you know, they had the one part in there where they could pull out up to 100,000 and spread it out over three years. And if they paid it back in three years, they they could recoup the taxes and avoid the 10% penalty if they were under the age of 59 and a half. So there is that type of deal, but they have to meet certain guidelines in order to pull that out, Paul, as you're well aware. Just last week, heard from two clients who said, hey, I can borrow from my IRA and pull it back and not have to pay it in for three weeks. I said, yeah, there's a two-page qualification list. They said, oh. <laughs> yes. You know, so so yeah, there, there's a lot of myths floating around out there and a lot of schemes and a lot of bad actors out there that are causing some problems with that. One of them came from a realtor. A realtor told him to do it. Go pull money out of your IRA, use that as a down payment. I mean, just some crazy stuff. So thanks for bringing that up, Matt. What else do you got? 
for the most part, other than the payroll issues, those type of issues, the tax code has pretty much stayed, I would say, somewhat the same on there from the same rules type deal, other than maybe some of these little exceptions for this year. But once we get through this year, they're back in play on that one. So as far as the tax stuff goes, um, I think it's more of trying to plan for the future yeah. is going to be more important uh, as opposed to maybe some major changes other than maybe that retirement one, which was which is kind of a big change for a lot of people. Yeah. What are some best practices, Matt, that you're seeing with some of your clients in regards to you know, getting them on the phone and doing some projections for them. What are some best practices that you're seeing inside your practice and reading and hearing about also out there in the CPA world? Okay. It's a great question. Here's what uh, I've kind of seen or had had experience with. A lot of my clients last year, 2019, had a really great year, one of the best years they've ever had and, and made a lot of money. And so then we come through this tax year and everything got pushed. The due date got pushed to July 17th. It, it is what it is, but that was the weirdest tax year I've ever had. Pushed things to July 17th and they owed a bunch of money because they had such a good year. But this year has been in kind of a flux and some people are down in their revenue and whatever else. And so it's kind of like, well, okay, I owed the taxes for last year, but I might not have the money um, going forward type of a deal. And so we've done a lot more advising this year on we're going to pay the taxes. We know we have to do that. So please pay the taxes. But then let's take a look at this year and let's do some forward thinking and some projections and that, and I've met, gone online with a lot of clients or over the phone more so in talking with them. And we're doing tax projections this year to help reduce their quarterly payments and that because their income is down yeah. for this part of the year. And so we're trying to save them from paying a bunch of money in that they might get back in the long term. And then what I'm telling a lot of my clients, especially those who are in this flux right now. All right, let's. We've met here. We've talked. Let's meet again. Say towards the end of October, first of November. We've got about two months to go before the end of the year. Let's go back and check and see where you're at. Maybe the economy's turned around, business has turned around, and so we're back on a track where we're making some more money and things like that. And then we need to maybe adjust things, or maybe at year end. A lot of times we would do bonuses to uh, certain, especially S corporation shareholders, and that to kind of catch up on the taxes. This year, we may or may not be doing those big bonuses to pay the taxes. And so we've been doing a lot more planning, I think this year with clients to try and get it to the point where their cash flow is watched a lot more and that we're trying to be careful on how much we, we send to the IRS. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll try and structure that a little more towards the end of the year. So that's what we are seeing a lot of. Well, that's great. What are two or three pieces of advice you give to people that are out there in 2020 to help them have a better working relationship with their accountant or bookkeepers? Here would probably be my suggestion. And here's what I'm trying to do with as many of my clients as we can on that one. But it's really nice when my clients reach out to me. I have well over a thousand clients. And so that's a lot of people to try and reach out to. So it's always appreciated if they reach out to me 
and try and touch base with me. And I'm more than happy to talk with them and help them and whatever else, but put a little bit of the burden back on each individual on there that they need to come and check if they're in some of those situations and that. One of the things that I'm starting to find too, like with our mutual clients, you and I are spending a little bit more time talking about them and talking about things that they can do and how much money they should put away into retirement plans or to plan for. Maybe we need to set aside the money and let's see where we're at type of things. And so it's been really nice, especially this year, being able to work with you and and do those things where we can plan together so that we're taking care of both from a tax standpoint as well as a financial investment type of standpoint so that we do the right thing overall for all of these people. That's great. And so the takeaway, Matt, you're saying is to reach out and not be afraid of of calling your CPA and say, hey, can I take 10 or 15 minutes and let's do some tax projection? Because it sure is a lot less painful to talk about it in August of 2020 for the 2020 tax year instead of February of 2021 when that window and door has closed. Yep. Here's kind of an example, talking with a client. Based upon last year's income, if we did the quarterly payments uh, under the normal scenario that we try and cover last year's tax liability, thinking that we're going to make the same, they were looking at roughly on an average of $10,000 a quarter. With the advent of what's going on and some tax planning and whatever else, we were able to drop those quarterly payments down to four thousand and still still work it out to where we think we avoid any penalties. Wow, going forward. That's six thousand a quarter that that client was able to put back into their pocket to help pay for payroll and some of those other things in order to keep the doors open while we're still trying to get through this this pandemic issue. Yeah. Well, Matt, it's been a pleasure, and thank you for joining us today. A wisdom well of knowledge and information, and grateful for this insight. You know, we want to, all of our listeners to know that they're not alone, and you are a great steward of wealth. You're a great resource that we've relied on for many, many years, and uh, we're just very grateful for your insight. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. Remember, go to ristawealth.com to look at the videos, tips, and other forms of information to help you become better informed with your wealth. Have a great day. We look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, Matt. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, buddy. This episode of the Arista Advice Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more advice on your wealth so you can focus on your dreams. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.